0: Hi, this is Rod Rorick. Welcome back to Rorick Knows Podcast. You know what happens when you look at somebody's eyes? You know, you know, the eyes are the really the gateway to who and what you are. And so why is it that we so we see so many crazy looking eyes, especially in Hollywood and influencers? You know, what are they doing? You know, sometimes you look and they don't even look human. So Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we can make and keep people looking natural, even as they age and then how we can rejuvenate their eyes so that when you look at them, you say, wow, he or she, she's beautiful. You no, know, she may be a little bit older, but she's beautiful. And certainly we want to make sure that we recognize them. Remember, as plastic surgeons, we're in the face protection program. And we don't want to put people into the witness protection program. And so let's talk today about the eyes. You know, when you look at somebody, you always look at their eyes first and then their nose and then their lips. So let's talk about why that's so important and why the the role of fat grafting is truly a game changer when we look at them. So let's look at, you know, Renee Zellweger. She's beautiful. And, you know, she's a truly an incredible icon in um in Hollywood and let's just track through how she's aged and you know I think she's overall aged beautifully but she's of course you know, the conjecture is that she's probably had some things done and I think one of the biggest things that I think you notice kind of her one of her trademarks has been her eyes they're beautiful they she had full upper eyelids which actually you know is, is a sign of youthfulness fullness is a sign of youthfulness when you, when you look at somebody but it's changed and She's, I presume, now I'm not a plastic surgeon, but, you know, she's still beautiful, but, you know, having had eyelid surgery, she has lost kind of that fullness, that that kind of redundant look in her upper eyelid that she has. And it's, it's changed how she looks. And I think I liked the old look. I liked that fuller look. You know, she had what people will say, that kind of full eyelid look. She had uh, not only fullness, but... It looked like she, her eyes were kind of dreamy looking, and and it was it it was compelling. And now she's got a, her eyes are open more, but she looks completely different. And Demi Moore, same thing. You know, when she was m- more youthful, she had full eyelids, and then she, um, you know, as she's gotten older, I think her eyelids have changed as well. And is it surgery? Is it fillers? We don't know. And then, of course, you know, people like Kenny Rogers, who is an incredibly, you know, handsome dude. But really, after he's had plastic surgery, sometimes you didn't know who it was until he sang. So, you know, eyelids truly can change somebody. They can change their look, their appearance. And the one thing you don't want to do is change who they are. So let's take a deep look at how that happens. You know, as we get older, we lose that youthfulness, that fullness, as you can see in this beautiful young woman. And there's no difference between the eyelid and cheek junction. But as we get older, you can see we lose some of that fat. We, we actually, our eyes get set back further and we get that double bubble, we get a tear trough, as you can see in this woman, and yet you can blend that eyelid-cheek junction very, very nicely with eyelid rejuvenation and faceless surgery as this lady had. So it truly is remarkable because you can turn the clock back and yet make them look like they were 10, 15 years earlier, not like somebody else, but who they are. So how do we blend the eyelid-cheek junction? How do we do that tastefully? Okay. And how do we restore that? And, and such in this patient with a morph where you can see where you could actually change her and you can see how she's really morphed. And it really is remarkable on what she can do. So when you take somebody that actually has had a, a, a morphing of their eyes, you can see how they become more and more youthful. And, and so when you do that, that's really calling blending of the eyelid cheek junction. And we've written about that in plastic surgery, but let me bring it down to the level where, what does that mean? You can, when, as we get older, we lose fat in our face and what becomes more prominent is this bone right here. It's the orbital rim. And we call that the tear trough. And so as we get older, our tear trough becomes more and more prominent. Now, a common way to fix that when you're younger is called a filler. And Tear trough fillers, and I've talked about it before in in other podcasts and YouTube videos, and please, uh, I'll refer you to them. Fillers have a minimal role in tear trough correction, except if they have a very small amount of a tear trough, as such in in this young woman, where fillers did reasonably well to correct part of that. But as you age, And this is an example of a patient that just had all fillers. She looks youthful because we did fillers in her lower eyelids, and her cheeks, and did a little Botox. And it looks beautiful. It looks very natural. It looks youthful. But as people get older, you can't use fillers. You have to replace it with surgery. And what does that mean? you have to do eyelid surgery. So on on, on, her, on her left is her pre-op and her right is her post-op on her eyelid surgery. And we'll look primarily at her lower eyelids. She had upper eyelid surgery as well. But notice she no longer has a tear trough. You've blended the eyelid-cheek junction. In other words, you've erased that tear trough, that, that area right below the eyelid and you've added fat. And how does that happen? Well, it happens as we age. And that's called periorbital fat atrophy which means it's a fancy word for losing fat in your face it's amazing in our body as we age we we gain fat but in our face we lose fat and and as we lose fat in our face that makes everybody look a little older and so it's an area where you want to restore it so so you know i've developed some techniques that actually help to restore that and and, and in patient like this that actually had significant loss of fat in her cheek and her eyelids. We helped restore that in her lower eyelid by just adding fat. And it's remarkable. You can take that patient and she looks amazingly different and and, and more youthful in her lower eyelid just by adding fat. So we call that blending the eyelid-cheek junction. So, so how do you do that? Well, you take fat from your own body. The best filler in the world is your own fat. Just remember that. So there's no, nothing better, and so we developed a technique that's called a five-step lower lip blepharoplasty, which basically takes fat from your inner thighs, blends it, puts it back into this area here to blend the eyelid junction, and then restore it. And obviously, this is more scientific than you may want to know about. But basically, what it does, it takes fat where you lost it and puts it back in the tear trough and also in the cheek area. And it blends it so that you really re- can restore a youthful eyelid. So you you can actually take fat out in these areas of the lower eyelid, and then you can actually tighten the lower eyelid as well. And then you put fat in here and you put it into the uh, eyelid area as well. And I think that is very important to do. So and it's all based upon the preoperative evaluation. What kind of tear trough do you have? In the type one is the one that you can treat like I showed you with a filler. But type two and three are ones that need surgery if you're gonna repair them. Because once it goes all the way across the eyelid, you really need to do surgery on them. And that's the five-step blepharoplasty. And I'm I'm just gonna go through some of those techniques here just to show you. So where do you start? Well, you start in the cheek. You don't just start in the eyelid because when you look at your eyelid, you see the cheek. And if the cheek is sagging, you need to fill that up and plump it up. And that's really what you're doing. So you're doing deep mailer fat augmentation. That is the cornerstone of correcting the eyelid. Now you say, well, why, why do you correct that when you want to be fixing this? It's because when you fill this area here, when you fill this area, it fills the lower eyelid as as you can see in this little area here where you're actually plumping up the cheek when it's been sagging think of it as a structural support like to your house so it does that you can fill that area and it's powerful and so once you put fat in there then you can actually take fat out inside the eyelid and then you can blend the eyelid cheek junction with some other fat so you're really really fooling mother nature to see how you can blend that eyelid-cheek junction. And you do that in combination with a facelift, as, as was done in this lady, where you've blended the eyelid-cheek junction, you've added fat to the, to the cheek, you've done it in the tear trough area. And so this is a very methodical system way to look at facial aging and to restore it. The youthful face that looks fuller, natural, but not windswept or pulled. And that's really what you want to do. And I described in 2007 all the fat compartments in the face, of which there are 21, and these are the ones that we fill. We fill about four or five of them in every eyelid patient, and in this case, We had several others that we filled in the face when we did this lift and fill facelift with her eyelids she looks youthful she looks rejuvenated and that's really what you want and in males it's the same it's the same problem except it's accentuated males we're definitely the weaker sex because we lose fat more we age uh, more so than females so what do you have to do you have to add fat to the face not only the eyelid you take fat out of the eyelid but you also add it around the eyelid and i think that's the beauty of this called an addition-subtraction technique. So you can really shape the eyelid and the face. And, and this patient also had a, a facelift with that as well. So you can make them look natural. You don't want to make them look windswept. So again, blending the eye-to-cheek junction, you're taking these little bulbs of fat out. You do that, you preserve the muscle, and then you add fat in the tear trough. You're, you're, you're fooling Mother Nature, and you're adding fat in the cheek. So it's really blending the outer cheek junction. So it's very, very powerful technique that you use. And you can see in this very long-lasting, as you can see in this patient, she's three years post-op, and she still looks awesome. She looks natural. She doesn't look windswept. And that's so commonly seen today. But if you use the most powerful, game-changing filler, your own fat, you can get these type of results. But you have to be able to navigate and understand where to put it, how to place it, and that's why I call it the game changer. And and really, it's the GPS to correction of facial aging. And eyelids, you know, they speak for themselves. So, how do you make a youthful eye? Well, you you refill it in the proper area, the tear trough, in the in the cheek area. And I think that's that's really the secret of, for the correction of modern aging and aging begins in the eyelid it's the one thing that really starts to age first and of course it's the one thing you look at initially so wouldn't you want to correct your aging eye by doing it naturally because it's the first thing somebody looks at you so that's really important so you can do that and of course you can extend it to the face like i did in this woman she had a a lift and fill deep smash facelift with central facial uh, fat augmentation again aging eyelid. You can see she looks so tired on the left, and her eyes are sunken in. So what we did, we added fat to the upper lower eyelid. I also corrected her eyelid ptosis. She really had very weak eyelids, so we softened it, we shaped it, and we put fat in the lower eyelid. So this is the secret for correction of facial eyelid aging. It's a natural way to do it. So you're lifting and filling, do the, doing the lower layer mass, but you're filling the central face and you're filling it and you're doing the eyelids. So in these things, you know they're very reproducible. They're safe because you're using your own fat and you're minimally altering it and you're putting it back to where it was lost. So you're, you're lifting and filling the face, but you're also doing the same thing with the eyelids. And I think that's one of the most amazing things you can do here. And and the take-home message is you want to do it in a natural manner that looks good, it looks natural. And you can combine this with all other types of techniques, like in this patient, she had combined it with a peel, with her eyelids as well. So you can really help rejuvenate somebody's face by doing these really elementary but safe techniques that work and are reproducible so the take-home message is do things that work do things that are really from your own body and do things that will look natural and stay looking natural so you're really preserving the eyelid cheek junction you're doing things that look natural and and the long-term results are also very natural and i think that's the key to facial aging correction, it begins in the eye. It begins in the eyelid. And that's why it's really the gate, you know, it's the, the gateway, but it's also the game changer. The game changer in eyelid rejuvenation in the past 15 years has been preserving and restoring fat. We used to take fat out everywhere in the eyelid. When I trained, we take fat out of the upper and lower eyelid, and that was actually the wrong thing to do because What happens when you take fat out? It's like rapidly getting older. You made people look aged and older, and that was the wrong thing to do. So fast forward 15 years ago, we started preserving fat, adding fat, and wow, we had amazing results. They looked youthful, they looked natural. They didn't no longer look like they've had surgery, or, and they looked very youthful. that's the take home message here. And these are things that last eight, 10 years or longer. So know before you go, you know, find a board certified plastic surgeon that understands the science of aging, is an expert in facial rejuvenation. You know, just because you're board certified doesn't mean that you're a master of everything. In fact, in, in your life, you can probably master two or three things in, as a plastic surgeon. So board certified plastic surgeon, a somebody who's got expertise in facial aging, facial rejuvenation, facelift surgery, it's very important. So know before you go. So the take home messages, and I'd love to hear your comments about facial aging, eyelid surgery, know before you go is, you know, the goal is to look natural youthful, not overdone. And you wanna make sure you stay and be able to identify to an earlier time in, in your life, like maybe 5, 10 years earlier, we say, hey, wow, that's great. I look, I look youthful. And your friends will say that. They won't say, oh, my goodness, you had eyelid surgery. That's not a good comment. It's like saying, oh, you had a nose job. That's a terrible that's a terrible result. So, so you want to restore or maintain or augment or restore the fat in the eyelid. You want to minimize your uh, removal of anything related to fat unless you need it. And also, you want to be able to make sure that that patient has a good long-term result. And this is all done, obviously, very safely in an outpatient-accredited surgery procedure, uh, surgical facility. And if you're a board-certified plastic surgeon, you automatically have to do it in an accredited facility, especially if you belong to two, our two major organizations, the American Society of Plastic Surgeons or the American Society of Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. Those two organizations mandate that you not only are board certified, but to operate in an accredited outpatient surgical facility. So, please give me your comments, your thoughts about knowing before you go, how you select a surgeon, what procedure should you do. Everything has to be individualized based upon how you age. And that's why you need to find someone that really, really understands what you want, what are your goals, what are your top three concerns, so know before you go. So I hope you found this very helpful and educational for you as you seek out uh, to learn more, more not only about how you're aging, but if you're thinking about these procedures and also how to find a, a board-certified plastic surgeon in your areas. So leave us your comments, and thanks again for joining us on the Rorick Nose podcast.